Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are redefining what it means to be productive. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just time management and checking tasks off of a never-ending to-do list, but it's about cultivating an intentional life so you can ditch the constant overwhelm, get clear on your vision and know what you're working toward, and create a schedule that allows you to peacefully pursue your dreams without sacrificing your mental health and relationships. I'm your host and productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi, Hustle Stanley Squad, and welcome back to the podcast, and happy February. What the heck? It is February. I always want to make sure that I keep it a priority to thank you for tuning in every week. I know that your time is super valuable, so the fact that you spend a little bit of it hanging out with me every single week is such a huge deal to me, and I am so grateful. So thank you for that from the very bottom of my heart. I am so mother freaking pumped that it is February because we are officially kicking off the Hustle Sanely BFF membership this month. And I have been waiting for this to happen since last August. And I know that you guys have too. Y'all have been sending me all the DMs about how excited you are. And it is finally here, you guys. The topic for this month inside the membership is the power of our words and how to write and use affirmations. So if you are a BFF, I hope that you are ready to roll, girl. It's not too late to sign up. Our live coaching is not until the second week of every month. So if you are like, yes, please help me with how to speak more positive words with affirmations, all that good stuff, head to jessicamassey.com slash BFF and join us. But today on the show, we are talking about a few things that you have got to stop apologizing for if you want to hustle sanely. Now, before we jump in, I want to preface this a little bit because I think there is major power in a sincere apology. Like I really, really do. It shows maturity by you taking ownership of your actions. However, there is a however. I do think that sometimes we tend to over apologize. I know I do. And my husband actually called me out on it. I didn't realize that I was apologizing for every little thing. And when we do that, it waters down the words, I'm sorry. And I feel like it alters how we perceive what kind of things we truly do need to be offered apologies for, you know, even since recording this episode. So like I wrote the script probably like two weeks before I am sitting down now to record it. I am so much more aware of the things that I'm apologizing for. And that's kind of the purpose of this episode, okay, is to bring to light some things that I often hear women in this community apologizing for that, to be quite honest, I don't think they should be sorry about. Now, remember, Hustling Sanely is all about pursuing your dreams without sacrificing your mental health and relationships, which means that it's a priority, like 
very, very important, okay, to care for the people in your life as you pursue your dreams. I don't want this episode to be mistaken for you acting like a steamroller, doing or saying whatever you want in the name of making your goals happen. No, absolutely not. These things that you're apologizing for, though, are actually healthy habits to have, and that's why I don't think they require an apology. So let's go ahead and jump into what you need to stop apologizing for if you want to hustle sanely. Number one is setting and sticking to boundaries. And listen, I'm talking all different kinds of boundaries here. Boundaries with your time, with your energy, with your space, all of them, okay? If you didn't know, we have a whole podcast episode on setting healthy boundaries. I believe it's episode 39. I'll have it linked in the show notes for y'all. And in July, setting healthy boundaries is the topic for Hustle Sanely BFFs because it is so important. Here's the thing. We are each only capable of so much in a day, a week, a month, a year, etc. We are humans, which means our capacities are limited. I know you've heard the saying, you can't pour from an empty cup, but I really want to dig into like what that looks like for a second. So picture yourself holding a cup out in front of you. It's a full cup, okay? You pour a little out and then tilt the cup back up. Before you have the chance to turn on the faucet and refill the cup, you pour out a little more. Then you do that again and again and again. The more times you pour without getting under the faucet to refill, the harder it is to pour because the water that's left is all the way at the bottom of the cup, right? And it has to travel farther to get out. It's going to take more energy for you to get the little bit of water that's left at the bottom out. Eventually, the water is going to be completely gone because you've been living in a constant state of pouring without making it a priority to get under the faucet to refill. When you have nothing in your cup, you have nothing to offer others. Even if you really want to serve people, you can't do that from an empty cup because an empty cup is an empty cup, right? There's nothing in it. There's nothing to give. So stop apologizing for setting and sticking to boundaries because these boundaries are what protect your mental health, protect your peace, and they protect your ability to continue pouring into other people. Now hear me out. Pouring is a good thing. I don't want pouring to get a bad rap from this episode, okay? To me, pouring is usually parallel to serving others. I'm not telling you to stop pouring and to focus only on yourself and be like me, me, me mentality. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just reminding you that you can't live in a constant pouring state without running out of stuff to pour. Okay, I keep saying the word pour, but I don't like being vague here. I like action. I like tangible tips. So let me tell you what I think pouring can look like. And please be advised, this is a non-exhaustive list. Like there are other ways that you can pour, but some examples of pouring, helping somebody move, answering DMs that are asking for free advice, stopping what you're doing to run and do something for someone else that isn't an actual emergency, having emotionally charged conversations, signing up to volunteer for an event. Those are just a few examples, okay? I used to apologize for taking too long to answer DMs or text messages, but now I have boundaries around the time that I spend on my phone, so there's no way, like it's impossible that I can answer every single text and every single DM within the hour or even within the day that it's received. This is not me being rude or ungrateful or anything like that toward my relationships. It's me 
protecting my time and my energy via the phone boundaries that I've put in place for my own mental health. So there was a point in time, you guys, I'm not kidding. I would spend, and this is embarrassing to say, four to six hours a day, every single day answering DMs. I started resenting DMs because then at the end of the day, I hadn't made progress on the work tasks that needed to be done because I was so afraid of offending people by taking too long to respond to their DMs. So I spent all dang day in my DMs. But the truth is I wasn't answering each message thoughtfully because my mindset was, oh my gosh, there are so many messages to get through. I have to answer them all immediately right now, right this second. Not only did that drain me and prevent me from showing up well, but it kept me from working on projects like the planners and journals and courses that are meant to serve you every single day. So now I spend one to two hours a day answering DMs. I get through as many as I can and I enjoy every second of it. There's no more resentment because I'm honoring my boundaries, which protects my mental health And I'm getting my most important work tasks done each day. And I know that those tasks are helping me create products that serve more people, okay? It's really an all-around win because I feel like the connections that I'm making through DMs with y'all now, they're so much stronger than when I was trying to crank through hundreds of messages every day. And I'm creating pretty epic planning tools for you too, all because I'm not apologizing for sticking to my boundaries anymore. But But there's a catch. Here's the catch. In order to stop apologizing for sticking to your boundaries, you've got to have boundaries first, right? Like if you haven't taken the time to sit down and create your own healthy boundaries, I would recommend doing that ASAP. Go listen to that episode that is linked in the show notes on creating healthy boundaries if you need some support. But your boundaries are going to look totally different than mine or anyone else's because I mean, hello, we are all different people living different lives with different capacities. But when you stick to your boundaries, you are taking care of yourself so that you can continue showing up well for the people in your life. So stop saying sorry for your boundaries. The second thing that I want you to stop apologizing for if you want to hustle sanely is saying no to things that don't align with your vision and or your values. So this kind of goes along with setting boundaries and sticking to those, but I feel like it deserved to be its own like bullet point because I've got a lot to say about saying no. Let's be real. I've got a lot to say about everything, but you know what I'm saying. I like to picture my yeses as a budget type situation. So let me explain what I mean by that. Let's say you have the time and energy to say yes to three medium-sized events every single week. Maybe a dinner, a party, a fundraiser, a concert, whatever. You have the capacity to say yes to three of those per week because of your schedule, of just how your mental health is, like whether you're an introvert, extrovert, whatever. Maybe three medium-sized events is equal to five small events each week and one large event each week. And when I'm using these size descriptors, I mean how much time and energy a task takes or an event takes, okay? So like a small event might be like going to let your neighbor's dog out and taking them for a walk. A medium event, maybe that looks like going to dinner with your family. And then a large event, maybe it looks like being the MC at your kid's school fundraiser or something. I don't know. We all have different capacities. So something that is large to you might be medium to someone else and vice versa, okay? 
And don't forget, please don't forget this. Our capacity changes based on our season. It's all about grace-filled discipline. That is something that I am leaning into since I've been in my 30s is grace-filled discipline. But back to the budget analogy, you cannot say yes to three large events, two medium events, and five small events in the same week because your capacity budget is three medium-sized events. You could maybe do three small and one medium or one large and one medium, but you don't have enough money in your budget to do the three large, the two medium, and the five small events in the same week. So two things that you need to do. Number one, define your priorities and figure out what aligns with your vision and your values. Hi, hey, hello, key number two and key number three to Hustling Sanely. I hope that those ring a bell. And then the second thing that you need to do is determine your yes budget for the week. Protect your yeses so you can do what you say yes to with excellence. When we spread our yeses too thin, we, just like my DM example that I just shared with you, we start to feel burnt out and resentful rather than coming from a place of service, excellence, and gratitude. You saying yes to something that doesn't align with your vision and your values means that you're draining your energy from an actual priority and potentially robbing someone else who would be really, really fulfilled saying yes to what you're kind of half-heartedly agreeing to do. You're robbing them the opportunity of serving by doing whatever it is. So stop saying sorry for saying no to things that don't align with your vision and your values so that you can say yes to your true priorities. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can barely sit still. I wish you could see me right now. I am pretty much bouncing up and down in my chair because I am so stoked to share this with you. The Hustle Sanely BFF membership. This is a monthly membership for Hustle Sanely Squad babes, and it is the best way to learn how to peacefully pursue your goals and you get to do it alongside a tight-knit community of women who just get it. Now, let me ask you, has pursuing your dreams by yourself left you feeling like you don't have anyone to celebrate wins with or bounce ideas off of? Unable to follow through with what you need to do to accomplish your goals? Unsure of how to use your gifts to make an impact? Or overwhelmed by all of the personal development information that you're consuming instead of confidently putting it into practice? If you said yes to any of these, the BFF membership is for you. Every month, we choose a Hustle Sanely-esque topic, and you get exclusive access to the BFF-only content, which includes a 30- to 60-minute live group coaching session with me on the topic. I'm so excited. You get access to the private Facebook group, and y'all, this is where community happens. We do a bonus live on top of the live coaching session every single month, like live workouts, Q&As, plan with me's. These are so we can get to know each other on a more personal level. You're also going to get a digital downloadable bundle every month with a workbook to use with the coaching session, journal prompts related to the topic, a planning page, and a phone wallpaper. You're going to get a book recommendation for each topic to support your learning. And we will have book club conversations in the Facebook group, of course. And you're also going to get BFF only giveaways, first looks at new Hustle Sanely products, and so much more. 
Think of it as personal development every single month, but with an actual plan that goes along with what you're learning and accountability through a community cheering you on. Like, does it get any better than that? No, the answer is no, it does not. So to become a Hustle Sanely BFF, head over to jessicamassey.com slash BFF and meet your new online besties, including me. I cannot wait to get to know you on a more personal level and to do life with you every single month. Again, that's jessicamassey.com slash BFF to sign up. All right, now let's get back to the show. All right, the third thing that you've got to stop apologizing for in order to hustle sanely, this one's going to be short, sweet, and to the point, but it is so important. You've got to stop apologizing for having feelings, period, period. I used to apologize all the time for feeling certain things. When I was sad, I'm sorry. When I was overwhelmed, I'm sorry. When I was tired, I'm sorry. When I was upset, I'm sorry. Why do we say sorry for feeling something? Like what are feelings? Let's get deep here for a second. Feelings are the emotional side of our character, right? And to take it farther, emotions are a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from our circumstances, our mood, or our relationship with others. I Googled that. Those are not my words, okay? It's like dictionary.com. But how we feel and how we act based on those feelings are two different things. So calmly communicating how you feel is a sign of emotional maturity. Like don't spew your anger all over someone by yelling obscenities at them or typing obscenities at them, just saying, apologize if you do that. Absolutely. That warrants an apology. But you don't need to be sorry for feeling something because it's an emotional response, a natural reaction to a circumstance. You can be sorry for how you act on those feelings, but if you calmly and maturely communicate how you're feeling to someone, there's no need to be sorry for that. Communicating our feelings with one another, that's how we learn and that's how we grow. In fact, I don't think we can hustle sanely if we apologize for how we feel because when we apologize for feeling a certain way, it kind of shifts our mindset and it builds a wall that prevents us from truly processing why we are feeling however we're feeling. And when we block our ability to process, we block our ability to grow. So apologize for doing or saying something based on your feelings, sure, but don't apologize for the actual feeling. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Okay, and then the fourth and final thing that you have to stop saying sorry for if you want to hustle sanely, giving your expertise away for free. Y'all, this is a big one, especially coming from an entrepreneur, okay? We all have gifts, right? Talents, skills, strengths that we share with the world. But here's the thing. You are not entitled to have someone's gifts given to you for free if they're not initiating the giving. Like when you go to Target, you don't walk in and demand that someone open up a box of cookies so you can try one before you buy the cookies. Now, if they have a little table set up and they're giving out free samples of the cookies, you can take one and try it before you buy it, right? It's kind of the same thought process here. I see this all the time, seriously, all the time as someone who works online. I have a lot of friends and colleagues who work online too. And based on conversations that I've had with them and based on things that I felt and experienced myself, people who use their gifts to serve online, oftentimes when we freely give, 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 hi, remember the empty cup analogy from earlier, that leads 
leads to us spreading ourselves too thin, which leads to overwhelm, which leads to you not being able to show up well for anyone. So a lot of the times the person who you're seeking free expertise from, especially if it's someone who has an online business, they have a plethora of free resources for you like blog posts, podcast episodes, IGTVs, downloadable guides, all that good stuff. So to me, it's honestly inconsiderate to bypass all of that stuff and expect them to cater to you directly for free. And listen, I'm sure this is the case too for people who use their gifts offline. Like let's say you're a wedding planner, for example, and someone calls you up on the phone or sends you an email and asks you to plan a two-hour event for free before hiring you to plan their all-day wedding. Y'all, I have seen this happen before. And yes, I am like imagining the nervously sweating emoji right now, okay? Read the room. If you're asking like your sister who you have a super close relationship with to help you plan your wedding because she is a wedding planner, cool. That's between you and your sister. Like you have rapport, there's relationship there. But if you're reaching out to a stranger demanding their services for free, check yourself, okay? Or another example, teachers, you don't have to answer a parent's emails outside of your contract hours, ask if they're like emailing you asking for like help tutoring their kid through something right then and there. Sure, they don't directly pay you financially to help their kid with their math homework, but you have to protect your expertise in the form of your time. This one kind of ties into the boundaries and saying no because you have to create boundaries around sharing your expertise. And that means you have to know when to say no, right? It's not being rude. It's not being stingy. It's first of all, protecting your mental health and energy so you can continue to produce quality output. And second of all, it's honoring the investment of people who have paid you for your expertise. You are not required to give your time and energy away to people for free other than your close circle of people. Of course, like I said, read the room. You know your relationships. You know your people. So don't say you're sorry when you tell someone your rates for whatever they're asking you to do. Serve people well with your gifts. Yes, absolutely. But it's also important to honor the time and energy that went into your training to gain the expertise that you have. You are not on call for people 24-7. So stop apologizing for honoring and respecting your expertise. And also be mindful of what free expertise you might be trying to pry out of someone else without even realizing it. Everyone's time and energy are valuable, yours and everyone else's. So treat them that way. Honor your expertise and the expertise of others. All right, y'all. So to recap, four things to stop apologizing for if you want to hustle sanely. Number one, setting and sticking to boundaries. Number two, saying no to things that don't align with your vision or your values. Number three, having feelings. And number four, giving your expertise away for free. And then an action step for you because you know that's how we roll around here. I challenge you to really pay attention to how often you're saying sorry in your day-to-day life. Like start pinpointing when you're apologizing for things that you aren't truly sorry for and making mental notes to rephrase your words to say what you're actually feeling in the moment. It's totally okay to pause during a conversation with someone and ask for a second to gather your thoughts. That is not weird. It's emotionally mature. And I really think it's something that we need to normalize. You can say no to someone without being rude. Just take your time in crafting a response that accurately depicts what you're trying to convey.
convey, okay? So I hope this episode was helpful and I cannot wait to hear about your takeaways over on Instagram stories. Remember that your time and your energy are so valuable just like everyone else's. Let's all practice being respectful of our own time and energy and the time and energy of those around us. All right, I will talk to y'all next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.